You've tuned in to the Locum Story Podcast, a place where we interview physicians, PAs, and NPs from all different specialties and backgrounds about their careers, tips for success, and of course, locum tenants. Learn more about locums at locumstory.com. Welcome to another episode of the Locum Story Podcast. I'm Chase Johnson, and today we're excited to welcome our guest, Dr. Linda Holt. Dr. Holt is an OBGYN who began doing locum tenens work after 37 years in private practice. She's worked locums in several states, including Illinois and New York, and participated in a medical mission trip in Zambia a few years ago. Dr. Holt, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Glad to be on. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you decided to start doing locums work? Yeah, sure. I uh, had been in the basically the same institution for decades after I finished training, and it was a great place to work, and I very much enjoyed it. But then somehow I got to the point where I was tired of office practice and just wanted to do something different. And um, I'd always kind of thought of the idea of doing locums as being a way to kind of see the country and, uh, you know, get exposed to different environments. And so I signed up for locums and I will say pretty much everything. I pretty much have told the locums company and I've ended up only working for one company uh, just because they've always managed to find me pretty much exactly what I was looking for. It's been a good experience. I've done, I think, five different locums hospitals. At this point, I've limited to in-hospital work because um, I didn't want to be, again, I didn't want to be tied down with an office practice. Sure, sure. Excellent. What What does your current locum schedule look like? What kind of assignments are you uh, typically taking? Uh, right now I'm doing, I have two different ongoing assignments. Uh, one is, and I actually just finished another one up, but it was a very vacation or maternity leave coverage kind of thing. But the two ongoing assignments I have, one is a hospitalist position in a New York suburb uh, in, called New Rochelle. And the other is in upstate Vermont, not too far from Stowe. And it's mainly weekends, although I overflow into extra coverage uh, because they're kind of shorthanded at the moment. Mm, gotcha. uh, and they're both right. they're hospital coverage. Uh, the one in New Rochelle is pretty busy uh, with a lot of deliveries. And the one in Vermont is not so busy and not as many deliveries. It's a rural hospital and they have midwives who actually do most of the deliveries, so I'm kind of the backup for the midwifery service. Kind of nice to have that juxtaposition of uh, a busy place and, yeah. and maybe a little bit more of a, a slower place, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. The balance is nice. Yeah, that's, balance is the key. Um, what are some of the main differences you've experienced between uh, being a locum's OBGYN and working in private practice? Uh, I think the difference is, although the, the places I've worked has been, have been very welcoming and I've had no issues with orientation, training, or the, the workload, but you do kind of feel like you're not as much a part of the team as when you're, you're working full-time. You, know, you have to be prepared to be a little isolated, and particularly in OB, uh, Pretty much most of the hospitals I've worked at, with the the one in New Rochelle, is there's a little bit more um, other colleagues around. But a lot of times you're the only person covering the hospital, so you're kind of 
your collegial uh, interaction, at least as far as your doctor colleagues go, is limited to sign in and sign out. Uh, and I was used to much more working down the hall from people in larger, busier obstetrical units with multiple doctors working. So some of it's locums versus being part of an ongoing team, and part of it, just the assignments I've taken have been in smaller volume, more mm -hmm. rural institutions. Is that uh, an element that you miss, or do you, do you not mind kind of uh, having that discrepancy? Oh, I miss it. No, definitely yeah. I miss it. Fair, um, okay. But not enough uh, <laughs> try to take on an ongoing job. Um, the... Other, I think, difference, well, you're, you're learning new electronic records. Every single place you go has, and even when they're in theory the same electronic record, they're set up differently and nuanced. So the, the feeling like you're never the master of the record, but always learning as you go um, is a little bit daunting. But again, it's not been a problem. It's, it's sort of a nice feeling to feel like, okay, I can sit down with the uh, IT person and get a half hour crash course in their uh, information systems and, and then manage to jump in and actually do clinical medicine and maneuver the record. But you certainly don't feel the level of expertise that you do when you've worked with the same record for years. Good call on. Yeah, interesting. Uh, have you seen a lot of differences on the other side in, in patient care with uh, locums versus private practice, or does that feel relatively seamless? Uh, the basic things that patients come in with are the same. I mean, if you've been doing obstetrical care, you know, inpatient obstetrical care for decades, um, it, you're, you've done a lot of everything before. Although it's funny, every time I start thinking, gee, I've really seen everything now, something walks through the door that is like, oh, my goodness, I never have seen this before. So there are always those surprises. Um, there's definitely local culture. Uh, you know, you tend to, I was, had worked in a large teaching institution and tended to feel like, okay, this is just the way it's done. And then you discover every place handles things differently. And uh, you have to be able to just take a deep breath and say, okay, this is how they handle this and mm -hmm. get used to it and do it that way. Wow. Because you know, otherwise you'd be, always doing things not the way they're used to it <laughs> yeah, and sure. um, that would not make you popular yeah very very fair good foresight you, you know for some of this excuse me for some physicians having to adapt to a new environment uh for a locums assignment can seem a little bit daunting uh, you mentioned some of the it support to get you uh up to date on on the uh emr that they're using is there any other uh types of support that you typically receive when beginning, beginning a new locums assignment? Um, not really. You basically get okay. a tour. Sure. You meet the staff. Um, the And again, I have been in assignments where um, I am covering OB usually as the only doc, but the uh, support staff is wonderful. I mean, the nursing staff and the, um, you know, the people you're actually elbow to elbow with are, are generally very, very helpful. That's great. That's excellent. Is that, would you say that's one of the reasons that you've uh, stuck with um, two of those assignments that are longer term locums assignments? Basically. 
basically once I've gotten up and running with the locum's assignment, um, I've usually continued it. And then happily, one or two assignments, they simply hired uh, full-time docs and didn't need locums anymore. Uh, and then the other big decision I made sort of after two plus years doing locums, um, trying to, to stay in Illinois where I'd been based, I actually relocated to New York. So the other big upheaval was simply, and, and that part of the advantage of doing locums and part of the ability to relocate was realizing that, okay, I'm, you know, can do locums. It's, it's flexible in terms of location and I should, and, and I was relocating for well, family me, reasons. I had two pregnant daughters in New York City well, in the middle of the pandemic. And I was like, okay, it's the pandemic. Were the days of casually popping on an airplane from O'Hare to LaGuardia uh, back and forth a lot are not going to be happening. Well, it's and, Yeah, it would be nice to be down the street from my daughters. And so that's what I did, basically. And uh, it was a the uh, with the locums you you know I've gotten New York and Vermont licenses uh, and uh, it was just a, a nice way to relocate and see in a different area of the country and have some professional activity in a different area of the country. That's great. Good. On average, locums positions are compensated at a higher rate in comparison to more traditional permanent jobs. What other benefits have you enjoyed uh, while being a locums? It sounds like getting a little bit closer to family, uh, kind of learning some different systems. Anything else you, that you'd call out? Yeah, yeah. Just not having an ongoing burden of administrative work. Uh, mm. When you're working, you're working. And when you are not working, you are out the door free and clear. And uh, if I want to take a month off and go somewhere, I can do that. Uh, so the, the flexibility is way above and beyond what you get in a, and, and also OB in particular, um, you have to have someone covering and they have to be, you know, within a few minutes of the hospital 24 seven, because that's just the nature of people come in the door and have babies. Sure. So um, just the, the fine tuning of when I was in a practice setting, there were always a handful of people taking call every single time you wanted to be, do something, you had to have call covered. And, um, with locums, you kind of give the, uh, whoever is doing the schedule, you give them their, your availability in advance. And if you, don't want to be available you say i'm unavailable for sure. this time so yeah, it, and it's great that's great that's excellent freedom i feel like um i want to shift gears a little bit i'd love to know a little bit more about your medical missions that you took to zambia uh could you tell us a little bit more about that how'd you find the opportunity well i had done through the years uh i'd actually done several types of medical missions usually short-term surgical missions. I'd done um, some work in Guatemala. I'd done some work in Bolivia. And then my contact at the locums company, the Zambia was far and away the highlight of any uh, international work I've ever done. And uh, my locums representative just called me up and she said, you know, our company does sponsors 
individuals to go on these trips. And we have to nominate people, and then there's a process of, of selecting people that are covered, you know, that the company will cover their cost to go on the trip. I'd like to nominate you. And this trip is to Zambia. And mm-hmm. it was probably more ambitious than I would have taken on by myself. But it was run by a um, company called Health Volunteers Overseas, very legit, very well organized. And um, I said, sure worth a try and she nominated me and I was accepted and it was a, a fascinating trip. The mm-hmm. they had put a the um the previous trips I'd done you were typically working in a clinic somewhere and, and you know they were useful trips but you felt like uh there there were some limitations in terms of what you could see and do and the Health volunteers overseas that set up the Zambia trip. We did a couple. We did a day or two in a prison. We did wow. a couple days refugee camps, um, which you would not think Zambia, which is not a particularly rich country, actually had huge refugee camps that were wow. getting refugees Congo and uh, in many ways with their limited resources. I was impressed that the effort they were making, which uh, right now I'm living in the middle of Queens, New York City, and um, with uh, refugee camps pretty much all over the place. Uh, and, uh, in many ways, I, I, compared to the resources Zambia had, I was impressed how well they were doing with housing refugees and again getting volunteer doctor organizations and uh, uh, try to give some semblance of medical care. Uh, we fun. went to an orphanage, which was fascinating. You know, so it was a really well organized trip that was really putting us where we felt we could do the most good. Amazing. That's that sounds really eye opening and rewarding. What, what, if anything, helped you prepare for this medical mission? I got a downloaded a book on tropical medicine and they sent out some suggested reading uh, because I be seeing diseases. There's a ton of diseases in central Africa that we just don't see in the U S malaria. I mean, there now and again, somebody with malaria makes it to the U S but not very often. Um, so there's just a whole piles of, of tropical diseases that um, I read up on to prepare. And then um, thanks to the wonders of modern computers, you, you have access online to the information you need. That kind of thing would have been harder to do in a pre-internet era when you would have had to be hauling textbooks around with you. Sure. Hmm. That's... Yeah, that's good. That's great. Good, uh, good tips there. Any advice for physicians who uh, would want to maybe get involved with medical mission work? Yeah, I would definitely research organizations. My, I think the most important thing I observed, and again, I'd done multiple mission trips, and I think finding an organization that's got ongoing ongoing ties to the country. Um, in the case of health volunteers overseas. In Zambia, they had done multiple trips in the same area, so they had a network of um, other 
of local physicians that um, help facilitate things. One of the interesting um, things that went on there was a our leader had befriended the head of the School of Dentistry, and they volunteered their dental students to serve as translators. We also had dentists, several dentists on the trip, so they the dental students got to actually help out and, and do some dentistry that they might not have had a chance to in the at in school in the big city. Uh, but then they were our translators and they were just wonderful. I mean, it was wonderful having native speakers and, um, and people with a medical background. So that's the kind of thing. Uh, they had also established ties if we, we were doing ultrasounds, for example, in OB, and if we found something that needed to be attended to, they had ties to the university hospital in Zambia. So it, we had that kind of networking capability and had been on one mission that was uh, in Guatemala that was kind of a group that just went in one week a year and then left. And uh, I felt like, okay, they don't really have the ongoing ability to oversee things and contact the local physicians that hmm. a, a group that got feet on the ground um, is able to do. Yeah, that, I, it sounds like do do your homework is is a big theme. I'm I'm hearing there. Yeah, and then just kind of do it. Yeah, uh, I sure. think there, you know there's the same comfort zone issue with international work as there is with uh locums in general but sometimes you just have to jump in and and get your feet wet and go for it yeah absolutely unfortunately makes sense. pandemic shut down a lot of the international programs but they're coming back slowly but surely right looking towards the future do you see yourself continuing to work locums i would assume yes yeah yeah i think so it's, yeah. it has been working out really well i for example today I just had grandbaby number six, and I'm taking oh, this from yeah, taking this from my daughter's back room um, because I've been running the her toddler to the cold, wintry New York outdoor park this morning, <laughs> and you know helping out with the newborn. So wow. you know that's the kind of thing you can't do you you can't. In this case, she just said, "Mom, I really don't want you working." I, I am working, but not very much. But she said, I really, you know, want you to have time to help out with the, the baby. And it's just nice to be able to do that. I wouldn't have been able to do that if I weren't working locums. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. Real, real time example there. That's, that's perfect. I just want to thank you for being a great guest on the podcast today and sharing a bit about your locums experience. It was really excellent speaking with you. This has been the Locum Story Podcast. To learn more about Locum tenants and find additional provider stories, visit locumstory.com.